Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the weekly Small League Fantasy Football Podcast, the only podcast devoted to helping you enjoy and succeed in fantasy football leagues that consist of four to six teams. I'm uh, this week's host again, Brian Lewis, along with uh, other members of the uh, SLFF podcast crew. How are you doing, guys? Good. What's up, everyone? This is uh, Raj. Yeah, this is Jeannie. <laughs> You're hey, missing hey. somebody again, huh? Yeah, well, Leonard Shadow can't make it uh, again. He'll be back. Uh-huh. He'll be back. But as we said before, the show must go on. Anyways, um, it's starting, guys. It's starting. You know what's starting? Um, the injuries, especially yeah. the running back injuries. You know, the running back, that's just a that's just a tough position to play, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, all that pounding. You know, it's not like the receivers who aren't getting hit at every moment. The running backs are either blocking or they're trying to run through a pile of would-be tacklers. It's a rough position. Injuries are piling up. We've got a number of RB1s, you know, running backs that should be on your roster, such as Javante Williams, Cordell Patterson on injured reserve now, DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery. You know, again, guys either on your starting, on your roster, at least on your team, uh, each missed a game. We've got Elijah Mitchell who's already lo- lost three games. Injuries are starting. It's starting. Yeah. So first of all, I got to give a shout out to your entry. You always pick the best songs, Lewis. You know. So obviously the other the um, classic song, "Do You Really Want to Hurt Me?" by the iconic Boy George. Um, you know, fits into the theme of our podcast. But yeah, it's it's it is starting. Yeah, I, but I, I get what you're saying. I haven't watched the interview before too closely, but I know one of my players has gone on IR for like, like for the rest of the season. So, yeah, this is when it starts, and this is when we start got to look uh, start looking for replacements. Yeah, you know, small league, it's still really important to always have a deep running back bench. There's really good free agents and guys off the waiver wires you can certainly pick up, but it's still important always to have a deep bench because every one of us, even in a small league, is going to be grabbing running backs by the end of the season with the injuries just piling up. Yeah. And it's good to get a good stash early in the season when you have the opportunity to get some really nice running backs, real true RB1s instead of digging into the RB2 level. You recommend getting right. three backup running backs during the draft? Because I, I usually get two. I'm, I'm sure you guys get two balls. Yeah, how, how many how many backups do you have right now? I think I have two backup uh, running backs. Uh, two also backups, including three on my starting line. So I have five altogether. Yeah, I I have a total of six, seven running backs. <laughs> well, uh, one of them is on injured reserve, Cordell Patterson. But I have out of my 15 slots, I have Travis Etienne, James Connor, Jonathan Taylor on the bench, and then I've got Leonard Fournette. Ostekler and Nick Chubb. That's six altogether, plus uh, Cordell Patterson and the injury reserves. Wow. That's seven out of the 15 slots. You mean 18 slots? 
Well, 18, because we have IDP. Yeah. But a lot of small leagues don't have IDP. We're just, you know, so playing one around third, with IDP. One third of your roster is running backs. Yeah. Or really, if we didn't have IDP, it'd be nearly one half of my roster would be running wow. backs. Yeah. 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 What about you guys? Well, I always looked as, at Devo Samuel as kind of a, a combination wide receiver running back, you know, the way they used him last year, which I think they're using a little bit this year. The 49ers are, but not as much. So it's always nice to have kind of that that uh, combo player, you know, it's kind of a jack-of-all-trades player where they can do two positions at once. Mm-hmm. It's similar to some of these tight ends who are functioning as basically a wide receiver, you know, like uh, the the Travis Kelseys of the world or the... Um, Mark Andrews. Yeah, you're Pretty- right. I, I do have... I have... I have five running backs. I just got mixed up because Ezekiel Elliott is my flex player. And I don't know why I didn't. Oh, I should have changed him out this week. I had McCaffrey on the bench. Gosh. Stupid. I could have beat, I could have won this weekend. I just got confused with that flex position. I just kept thinking it's a separate position. I didn't. Oh, it's, it's a little confusing to get used to having these these IDP players because it makes sure your roster looks so big and the, the roster plus the bench. I have to scroll through more than one screen because before I could look at my whole roster on one screen, I have to go to the second screen, which is a little distracting for me because I get easily distracted. Anyways, yeah, I you get, know, it's. I think the the main lesson here that I just wanted all our listeners to understand is even in a small league, it's important to have a deep running back bench early on. You're going to need them. The injuries just start piling up for the running backs. And there just yeah. aren't that many good running backs to go around, even in a small league. Yeah. Yeah. You Listen, know, learn for me for next season. Yeah. As as all the listeners know, we have an email address that you can send your questions to, smallleaguefantasyfootball at gmail.com. And I've been looking through our mailbag recently. And, oh. in fact, this past week, actually, we've gotten a number of emails Let okay, me, uh, really and, oh, yeah and, and and a couple of them actually have to do with this week's theme so all right um bring it let, on let's let's go th- the first one's from biff um biff shout out to biff yeah i i didn't even know that was a name that's used anymore but uh biff biff here's biff's uh question to us actually to me commish hey commish uh what did so you do you for your mcfly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kamish, hey, Kamish, what did you do for your team manager who failed to bench Alvin Kamara before the Sunday morning 6.30 a.m. Pacific time game in London on week four when all signs posted to him playing the night before? And uh, was Kamara on your team? I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, it's addressed to me as a commissioner, but, you know, in a small league, all of us serve as commission. We just sort, sort of rotate. So what would you do? I mean, you've got Alvin Kamara essentially right before the week four game, even though Alvin Kamara was designated as questionable, all signs were for him to play. And questionable generally means that they're probably going to play. But then as it turned out, he all of a sudden was deactivated right at game time or near game time for a 6.30 a.m. game. That's a problem, right? Because most of us in the West Coast, at least, we have till 10 a.m. to review the who's inactive. And 6.30, a lot of us are asleep. So what are your thoughts? 
That's a good point. So first of all, I'm going to say uh, thanks for writing in, Biff. I guess you got tired of beating up on George McFly. So um, I, I think that's that's an interesting dilemma because so even if you have somebody who is questionable and all signs point to them playing, that's not just the, a reason for you to play them because, you know, obviously they could be on a limited snap count. They could, you know, get hurt again. I remember last year there was a, there was a game where I think it was Dalvin Cook was – supposedly not playing or was supposed to be wearing a shoulder harness. And I think it was probably Shadow who benched him and he went off for like 30 some points just so I, I stick around because I think I was playing him. I think the Shadow was kicking himself for not starting him because, you know, it said, well, he may play, but he's got a shoulder harness. And so if he plays, it'll be limited snap count. So we can go both ways. But I think it's, even if the, whichever manager that was, well, thank God it wasn't me who didn't start Kamara. That started him. That's it's a risk, right? Because you don't know how well he'll do being semi-injured. What about you, Jeannie? Well, what would you do I, if you're I a think, commission? Would you give give the uh, the team manager Mulligan allow him to deactivate Kamara and put in a, a, another player? No. Presuming the, the 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 player the manager can put somebody in before ten a.m. No. I think if you're playing, you're hardcore, you should know what time the game's starting. You should get up five minutes before and check your lineup and check the news. You could Google everything. No excuse. Yeah. That, that, that's sort of my feeling, too. There, there really isn't an excuse. If you're going to put somebody in for a London game, one of those early start games, you, you really need to take your chances there. And, and, and I also agree with uh, Raj there. You know, I don't know why you'd really need to take a chance if you're not sure. Um, we talked about how even in a small league, you know, you need a running back bench. You should have someone in the bench who's going to be comparable or nearly comparable yeah, to Kamara. Right, exactly. So I probably wouldn't give, and as just as advice for our listeners, when you're a commissioner, I don't know if you should be giving your team manager a pass for uh, failing to recognize at 6.30 in the morning. Um yeah, because okay. these days it's so easy to check your line. I literally check my lineups at like nine fifty-five a.m. on a Sunday morning, just because that's what time I, I sort of get up. And so even for for six o'clock, six thirty games, you could get up at six twenty-five, set your alarm. You have your phone right, you know, under your pillow there, so you can still get up at six thirty in the morning and still check your lineup. You can literally do it from your bed. There's no excuse for that. So yeah, I I, I agree. Not giving the manager a pass for just because it's a six thirty game because that's just that's just life, right? We all just. Uh, as managers, we've got to take responsibility. All right. Well, here's the uh, second question for our mailbag that I picked because it's relevant to this week's uh, topic of injury report for running backs. This one comes from Angela. Um, says, hi, crew. Uh, wish you guys would get on Instagram so I could see which one of you is the cutest, period. Oh, Angela. And then J.K., ellipsis sort of period um but seriously though here's my question jonathan taylor is in a walking boot following week four and designated as questionable for week five play or not question mark he's got a thursday game by the way thanks for your advice crew really enjoy the podcast guys angela so any thoughts Angela, thank you for the question. 
Well, you know, again, this goes back to the injury question. You know, somebody who is injured, whether it's a walk boot or something else, you know, they're going to probably be not at their full potential, right? I mean, even though Jonathan Taylor probably the number one or number two running back in the league, you just have to wonder, you know, with a, in a big league, obviously you're going to start him. He's one of your studs. He's probably one of your best players on the uh, the your, your roster. And so, of course, you would start him. But in a small league, you have other options, right? Like for you, Lewis, you have seven running backs. And you can ensure that any one of those could substitute for them and maybe not get the same number of points. But that's a chance you take. I mean, he could step onto the field for one play and just say he's hurt and step back out again. And so I would always go with the sure thing where it's like, well, I'm going to take one of my players who may have the potential of scoring less than him, but has the potential of not going out of the game either. So I don't know. I'm just very careful with injuries. Now, would it change, Raj, if you were desperate to win this last game and you had to win it? It might. I mean, at that point, like if it's uh, the playoffs or you're about to go for the Super Bowl, it's like, just go for broke. And it's like, okay, if you've, if you've, Relied on Jonathan Taylor all season. He got to the Super Bowl. You got to stick with him. You know, reward him for just taking you there to the Super Bowl, which could be, you know, that could certainly happen. You know, another, what, 14 weeks from now, 13 weeks from now, you get to that point. Yeah, play your studs and just hope for the best and hope that the football gods are smiling on you. Mm. How about you, Jeannie? Yeah, I'm kind of like Raj. I would, I would be really careful. I mean, not exactly running back, but with Herbert this week. Yeah, just because he injured his ribs. He had a bad game last week. I, I didn't play him. But, um, yeah, I tend to be really conservative with – I just – it's fine. But, you know, like Rod said, if the last game of the season, maybe I'll take my chances. If I'm like a heavy underdog and it's a championship game and I that's the only way I could win, I might just put him in. So aren't you his manager, Lewis? Yeah. Actually, I am his manager. Um, well – I agree. I actually moved him off my starting roster and mm-hmm. I moved in somebody else to replace him. You guys will see. And that's because of the, that exact reason. I I tend to think that in a small league, there's going to be people who play comparably. Now, that being said, it's a lot easier this year because Jonathan Taylor actually hasn't been doing much this year. He blew up in week one scored over 30 points, but yeah, for the last three weeks, he's had less than 13 points. So it's easier The Indianapolis running game really hasn't gone anywhere. So it was very easy for me to move him off my starter roster and onto the bench and replacing him. So that's what I did, but I, I agree with you in general, in a small league, it may be not worth it. If someone really truly looks like he's questionable. And the fact that there's a Thursday game makes it even a little bit more problematic. You actually oh, have yeah. to make the decision right away. Yeah, I wouldn't take a chance for a Thursday game with just four days of rest in a walking right. booth. That never looks good. Right. Uh, on the flip yeah. side, I have this interesting story about one of my friends that had a walking boot. I don't want to mention his name, but I'll just call him Mr. Bact- Dr. Bacteria Tall Man <laughs> with a scraggly beard. But he was uh, on this adult soccer league. And, you know, he's a doctor and he, he was driving his Honda Accord to the game and comes out with a walking boot. And I go, Dr. Bacteria, tall man with a scraggly beard, why are you wearing a, a walking boot? Are you going to play? He pretty much just took off the boot and just played a great game. So <laughs> I guess you could cut this part if you want. 
<laughs> but it's a true story. He came to the soccer game with a walking boot. I go, where are you wearing that? Well, I've been wearing it for the last three weeks. I go, did you break your feet? No, it just kind of, I think I sprained my ankle, but I just want to be careful. So maybe Jonathan Taylor's the same way. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're at that probably level not. at the pro level, they're probably much more careful with them. So walking boot doesn't necessarily mean that they're you know, completely gimped out. Yeah, he rolled his ankle. He's only questionable. He's not doubtful. Yeah. Uh, the manager has not said, I'm sorry, the coach has not said that he's not going to be playing week five. There's been no signs. But again, Thursdays are going to be a little tricky to yeah. play. You got to make a decision. It's it's fewer days of rest. And yeah, that, you do have an advantage because if you do start him, he does poorly. In theory, you feel okay because you still have the other games to sort of pick you up again. But yeah. He were like a Sunday night game or even a Monday game. And he was still in a walking boot. How does it, it matter? Between, yeah, how does it differ? It, I, I think because it gives him more time to rest. You have like yeah. a whole week rest for someone on the four days. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually think about putting him in at that point. So I wanted to thank all our readers for sending in questions into our mailbag. Again, it's smallleaguefantasyfootball at gmail.com. We do have yeah. a true website, uh, Small League Fantasy Football. Dot com and but we have been too cheap to actually create our own email address so we're using gmail.com yeah but unless those... we can yeah but unless we can raise the funds get more listenership we're going to be a little bit challenged in the yeah, finance department. I think that sounds like a hint I think keep those pennies coming uh, listeners I I I'm glad that people are sending us emails. Keep them coming, you know, especially the ones that include pictures of you, so we can see who you are. Also, um, you know, you you see. I see. I guess you can't see us, but um, we'd love to see pictures of you guys and see who our listeners are. Are but yeah, no, that's great. Keep the keep the emails coming. We'll definitely respond and we'll talk about it on the air. Um, I wanted to just say one last thing or what one thing about last week's theme of but I you know obviously having two stud quarterbacks I have Mahomey and Lamar Jackson of course I picked the wrong one again because Jackson just didn't bomb but he didn't do great and Mahomey just had a monster game and so to all the listeners if you want to know who's going to have a monster game it's going to be the person I don't put in the lineup and so just remember that if you check my if you see my lineup just pick the one that I don't put in because that's obviously going to be one who's going to have the better game so I'm still, I was, I'm still a little bitter about that, that I picked Jackson and he ended up not doing well. Maybe you could tell your listeners who you're going to put in this week. Um, well, this week I'm going to go back to Mahomey because I thought I think he was mad at me. So everyone should pick Lamar then. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Well, there's your advice for quarterbacking this week five. Anyways, until next week, just remember... Small Smaller is, is better. 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 All right. Have a good week five, guys. Good luck, everyone. Shout out to uh, Shadow. We'll see you soon, Shadow. <laughs>